listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, episode 275. Kill the Lords here with the one, the only, the how many coffees have you had so far today? Joe Merlstone. Going on three. It's still not enough. No. It'll never be enough. No. Coffee bong. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah. Yep. Uh, today, our topic is another Q&A episode. We asked mm. for questions over on YouTube in the community tab. And at that handle, I will forever fucking hate a loving BS1 on Instagram. Uh, if you needed another reason to follow or subscribe uh, to get your questions in in the future for future episodes. Well, welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every uh, Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education. And show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back and Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you're new here, we're on almost all of them, if not all of them. <laughs> we're trying to be on all of them. Kinky World Domination is ours. <laughs> sure, something like that. <laughs> you can also follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on that Instagram handle. I will forever fucking hate LovingDS and the number one. So that's at LovingDS1 or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. So in case you wondered, it comes out in audio form on Fridays for you. But if you want to watch us be goofy, or, or if you want to kill the fantasy, like with radio DJs of knowing what we look like to pair the face to the voice, uh, you, can, <laughs> you can do that every Wednesday over on YouTube. Yeah, youtube.com slash lovingbdsm. And all links are in the show notes. As always, a big shout out and thank you to our patron, patrons on Patreon. What the fuck are words? Wow. Uh, I, I you need more coffee. I haven't had any coffee. Oh, gosh. I haven't had any I caffeine. Am so, I am so sorry. Right. So. So, so sorry. And even in my uncaffeinated, hazy state, I still love the fuck out of our kinky patrons. Yeah. Love the oh, fuck yeah. out of you. Oh, my God. They're amazing. Um, amazing. If you would like to uh, have all of this adoration turned your way, <laughs> you can join us on Patreon over at patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. It's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Or use a link in the show notes. You can join for as little as $2 a month. When you join, you get access to a, a Discord server that is for patrons only, um, a monthly live stream, a monthly behind the scenes podcast, sneak peeks of stuff, 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 stuffity, stuff, stuff, stuff. And you get our undying uh, adoration and gratitude. I mean, what more do you need? Uh, Patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. Okay, so before we jump into the questions that we received, let us go through our announcements. First, we would like to thank this week's sponsor, Sahimi. Mm -hmm. Sahimi is an affordable sex toy uh, retailer. They offer all kinds of sex toys from my new one that I have personally in my possession, a, a wand massager. One end is a wand massager and the other end is a clitoral sucker stimulator. I don't like that end, but I like the wand massager end. Uh, we used it for a bit of uh, kink just a few days ago and it did the job. It was delightful. It did exactly what I was hoping it would do. It was like, okay, it fits between me and my, and this position and that position. And yes, it was great. Uh, so the uh, shipping is pretty quick. Uh, when I say affordable, I do mean affordable. I have some $200 wand massagers that I adore. Uh, this wand massager that did a really good job, made of silicone, um, worked really well simply. Uh, I think it's like $35 currently. So hmm. yeah, definitely better for many people's budgets. Um, the link is in the uh, description box. If you're watching on YouTube, it's in the show notes page. Uh, for podcast listeners, it's sohimi.com. We have a coupon code that you can use. It's all one word, loving BDSM. That'll save you 10% off, which it's already kind of affordable and you get 10% off. Mm, I think that's that's a good deal. Yeah. Um, and that is an affiliate code link situation. So if you do shop, it'll make a percentage of anything you purchase. Okay, what else do I wanna say about Sahimi? Did I say discreet shipping? It was discreet, it was pretty fast. Mm-hmm, you said um, fast, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely said fast because I was, I was surprised by that. Um, and they don't just do vibrators although that tends to be like a big central theme if you go to their website it's like vibrators um and they have a lot of clitoral suckers stimulators if that's your thing but they also do kink related toys last week we talked about the foxtail plug and mm -hmm. the uh 
masturbator gag. So it's a ball gag, but the end that's the gag is also a masturbator. It's pocket pussy right there. Boop, boop, boop. So <laughs> uh, podcast listeners, you got the sound effect without the visual. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually quite funny. <laughs> Check out our uh, sponsor, Suhimi, at suhimi.com. Use code uh, LOVINGBDSM for 10% off. And thanks to them for sponsoring this week's episode. Okay, let's get into more announcements. Uh, Our really good friend, a human we adore, um, we know them best as Professor Sex, but their name is actually Angel. Uh, They Mm -hmm. are teaching a uh, online course workshop webinar uh, Saturday, July 24th. Um, as part of a Beyond the Basics uh, sex and pleasure kind of series. Uh, It's July 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Runs for 90 minutes. Uh, Yes, that will conflict with the next announcement, but this was important enough we wanted to share. Um, And this particular webinar workshop online virtual thing is all about understanding sexual desire. Now, sexual desire is not specific to kink and not all kinksters experience sexual desire within kink or even at all. Um, but considering the folks running this, I was like, oh, this this feels kink. this can be kink, become kink related mm-hmm. because it's Angel who is a sexuality educator and been doing that for a long time, but also totally gets kink and also um, there are several presenters, but um, one I know we know personally is yes. from Sex Positive Me, Angelique and John, mm-hmm. ironically. Uh, and they understand sex and kink and all of yeah. that too. Um, there is another presenter whose name now escapes me. I don't know them, but I'm sure they're wonderful. So <laughs> if you would like to have a greater understanding of sexual desire uh, and have time Saturday evening, July 24th at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can register for the class and we have uh, coupon codes. So um, if you are single and attending solo, the code is LOVINGBDSM20. If you are a couple who wants to attend together, the code is LOVINGBDSM45. And then you get to attend for only $25 per person. All of that information, the link to register the coupon codes, the time, the date is all either in the description box if you are watching on YouTube or in the show notes, if you are um, listening to the podcast. And if you are a newsletter subscriber, you get a link to the show notes of an episode in the newsletter. And so you can get to it that way. Our newsletter, uh, you can subscribe to that at any point. Link is in all the places. So. July 24th, the uh, organization sponsoring it or holding it is called Tickle.life. Um, they are new, they're not new, but they're new to me. So now that my my good friend Angel is uh, working with them, I'm like, oh, hi, I'm paying more attention. <laughs> so we are happy to promote that. We don't get a kickback. We don't get it. We don't like, we're not making money off of that. We are just putting it out there because. 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 And yes, for anybody who has a calendar and has been paying attention, that conflicts with this next announcement. Our special random just because live stream is also Saturday, July 24th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is International BDSM Day, so we picked it. We're doing the stream because we hit 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. That was a random arbitrary goal. We made it. Um, that live stream starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern and goes until probably midnight Eastern standard time. So if you do want to go to the workshop, online workshop we were just talking about, you could like come and see us online at YouTube, then go to that and then come back or go to that and then attend or come to us and then go and then go on with your your life. Um, It's a giant hangout like we do once a month, but also ironically, because I don't plan well, we will also take (laughs) questions during that live stream. So if you did not get, have time to get a question in for this week's episode, that's also Mm -hmm. a Q and A, you can ask them there. Well, Saturday is also International BDSM, BDSM Day. BDSM Day. Yeah, I said that. Oh, you did say that. Okay. But we can say it again because yeah. I'm, I'm not shy about it. Uh, I might age restrict that live stream, <laughs> it, which means it won't be uh, demonetized, but it's okay. I might not. It depends. It depends. I might age restrict it after the fact, once I realize what we were talking about, what kind of questions I get. We mm-hmm. shall see. We shall see. Um, And then the (laughs) final announcement, good Lord, this has taken forever. I just want to point out, not only does the kinkery exist, 
we do have a new product. Uh, we teased yeah. it on Instagram for a long time. There are dynamic keychain sets made of resin. They're very colorful and sparkly. This is the first line, first set of colors coming out. We intend to do more. So if you don't see one that strikes your fancy, but you like the concept, more colors will be coming soon. Uh, and as of the day we're recording this, which is Wednesday, July 21st, our site was temporarily down and the links were not working, but that has been fixed because Michael, our tech person, is a wizard and yes. he does magic and he clicked some buttons and it's fixed. Mm -hmm. So if you've been to the site over any amount of time as of the moment we're recording this and it didn't work, go try again. It should work now. Huh. There we go. So I think that's enough damn announcements is uh -huh, what I think. Uh -huh. Lordy Jesus. Okay. Um, there was a question about, uh, I don't know which item, the Kinkri or Suhimi about international shipping. And my understanding is yes to Suhimi and definitely yes for the Kinkri international sh shipping. Okay, so let us get into the questions that were asked that we received. And no, I won't say anybody's name. We'll keep everybody anonymous. So you always know you can ask us a question and your privacy is, uh, is maintained. First question. <laughs> mm -hmm. This is a question we get a lot. Okay. It's a question we've talked about a lot. You will recognize it. Mm. How do you find time to keep the DS going when you have limited time together? In this person's case, like work and a toddler. First of all, I'm very glad I did not have to engage in power exchange with toddlers. Yeah. <laughs> because what I remember about raising toddlers is you have no time for anything. I didn't <laughs> read a book at all through my children's toddler years. <laughs> I didn't even have time for that. So if you don't have time and you're feeling overwhelmed, one, no, you're not alone. And two, they do grow up. The toddler years are not forever. Yeah. But what tips would you give? Scheduling. Yeah. Yeah. Schedule. Yeah. While it seems, um, you know, people talk about the spontaneity of DS, mm -hmm. sometimes scheduling is the best way to go. Yep. And also finding small things that are meaningful to you. Mm -hmm. And I think that can't, that's probably more difficult if you're bedroom only and it's a, a very sexual dynamic. Um, so this may not apply in that instance, except I, I just had a thought of where it could apply. So hold mm -hmm. on, hold on. But in the power exchange relationship that comes out of the bedroom, doing small things for each other that help you feel or think about or temporarily embody your role can make you feel like you're not doing nothing. So even at our busiest days, I'm still in charge of making sure JB has the coffee he wants to drink when he wants to drink it. And while <laughs> I might not in the moment, especially if I'm busy, be thinking, I'm so submissive for doing this. I know I'm only doing it because it is a role I agreed to take on as part of our power exchange. I know this would not be my problem if we were not in a power exchange. And so, in the moment, I might not feel it, but when I'm looking back, I do feel it. So small things like that and do for each other, that could be a dominant who sends a text and says, I'd like you to wear this today. Or um, mm -hmm. says, hey, I'll be home at this time. I would like this to be ready at this time. Now, your job as a submissive when you get requests, orders, commands, whatever, whatever like that is to have to be very honest with where you're at. Because in this case, working a toddler, uh, we can want what we want and that toddler will always have other ideas and we'll, we'll mess up plans and just get parenting and what happens, but life happens that way. So um, you could do that. But I did think of in the bedroom because we did this with long distance and I do think sometimes long distance tactics work for very busy in-person couples. Um, let's say you are bedroom only in, and it's only sexual for you. It's not lifestyle stuff. It's not outside of the bedroom. Well, there, if you agree to it and you both have to agree to it, at some point you could have a standing uh, task that you're gonna take five minutes, go to the bathroom and masturbate, or you're gonna masturbate at night, or you're gonna, you're gonna use a specific sex toy, or you're gonna wear nipple clamps under mm -hmm. your, while you're getting ready, while you're like in the bedroom with the door closed, let's say, kid can't see you or nobody can see you and you're putting on makeup or you're getting, you know, whatever, like, there are ways to do those things that are small and you're only doing them because the power exchange set that up. True. Like you might, maybe you would do it on your own, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're small tidbits and they're little things. And then you just keep telling yourself, yeah. these children do not stay this age forever. The situation you're in, 
parenting or otherwise does not stay this way forever. It always changes. Okay, let's see. Next question. Uh, how can I de uh, deal health healthfully, I think they meant, with the low libido of my dom? We talk, but still I'm becoming frustrated and sad. So as somebody who is dealing with my low libido, mm -hmm. what, what do you say to that? Because, ooh, I got low libido. Well, if a push comes to shove, I take matters into my own hands. <laughs> well, there is that. Yeah. So as, but I, I'll interject this. As a submissive, you may yeah. have to negotiate that. That's like true. if orgasm control or touching yourself or that right. sexual pleasure is in the hands of your dom and they are not feeling it, you might have to renegotiate a temporary change to Absolutely. take control. Absolutely. Just, just like when you started reviewing toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have a moratorium. You could not touch yourself without my permission. Which would definitely suck if you had gone low libido on me. And yeah. Been like, <laughs> but that had to change mm -hmm. when you started doing all the toy reviews because you needed to be able to sit down and test the toys when sure. you needed to. Sure. Um, I, at that time, I was not always available for you to ask, you know, may I or, you know, or, or what's the deal? Very true. So you you do need to really kind of sit down and, and talk about that and renegotiate that. Mm -hmm. um, I would also, and you may have already discussed this, if this is an ongoing issue, hopefully it's come up and I'm going to assume it probably has. Um, one, have you made sure it's not a, a temporary issue, meaning it's, I don't want to say temporary, temporary is wrong, that it's not a health issue or related to something that you know what it's related to. If this is a mystery and it's just come on and like you can't, neither of you, please consider if you have access to seeing a doctor um, mm -hmm. because there are medical reasons why um, libido lowers for different reasons, right. um, especially depending on body parts and how those body parts are, are working. Um, so there's that, but also um, if you haven't already, talk about and consider for yourselves if your partner can direct you in sexual things without having direct participation. True. Right? Like whatever kind of sex you usually have, maybe they're not doing that because that's not doing it for them. Mm -hmm. But that controlling what you do to yourself sexually hits their dominant side in a way that doesn't make them feel whatever they're feeling on the libido side and they can tap into their dominance and you're still getting what mm -hmm. you might need sexually. Sometimes it's about rethinking what sex is. So if we always think that sex is one, because society teaches us it's penetration, it's not always penetration. And that sex is always something that a partner is directly involved in, in the sense of your body parts touch my body parts, regardless of what those body parts are doing together until mm -hmm. one or more of us gets off. Well, that's not what sex has to be. Right. Um, and empower exchange, I feel like you have a lot more freedom. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can... Um, well, many times I would ask, tell you to put a show on for me. Yes, yes. Now, in that case, you were definitely turned on by it. That was part of the point. Mm -hmm. But it was also a show of dominance and control. You were telling me to do something and therefore I was doing it. So, right. depending on how a partner's sexual arousal matches up and intersects with their kink role they may be able to tank on the kink role and not worry about that it's not doing much for their sense of arousal. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're not getting off on it. They're not even interested in it from a sex perspective, but maybe they're interested in that sexual thing that they can tell you to do to yourself or watch right. you do from a dominance perspective. Mm -hmm. Like they're at the, my libido's lowest, we still had sex and it was not a sexual thing to me. It was a submissive thing to me. And the reason I was willing to have sex, I didn't want to like do a lot of work. I didn't want to do a lot of participation, okay? Mm -hmm. But I was willing to do it because it tapped into my submissive side. And I was right. giving you that and you were controlling that. And that was good for me. That was good enough for me. So mm -hmm. that might be something to consider. Can right. you do something sexual that taps into your partner's dominant side and is not about their libido arousal or desire for sex at all. Correct. That would be a thing I would consider. Okay, let's go to the next question. Uh, question is, how to date in a long distance, like halfway across the world, BDSM relationship? Virtually. 
Everything yeah. is virtually. Yep. <laughs> you do everything mm. through the technology you can get your hands on, whether that's text message or WhatsApp or Skype or Zoom or whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever. Everything is talk related. Mm-hmm. It's word related. And and there, you know, halfway across around the world, um, the time big, zone. big time difference there. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, technology is absolutely your friend. Scheduling and, is also your friend. Yeah, again, goes back to the scheduling thing. One of the things I would I would definitely say, depending on your dynamic and what you have um, negotiated, uh, some kind of app like Obedience. Yeah, we really need to like review that. Test. Mm-hmm. I know you've used it, but I haven't used it, and we should review yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a great app. It's simple to use, and you know. It, it can be monitored on, on both ends very, very simply. It, it works well. Um, like anything else, it's not absolutely perfect, mm-hmm. but um, it does a good job for what it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it's definitely a, a good tool to take into consideration. And you can also pervert things that are used more in professionally or, or business. Yeah. Certainly vanilla world. We perverted Trello. And Evernote. And Evernote. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that you can connect to from multiple devices. So no matter where you're at, if you have your phone in front of you, if you're sitting at a laptop, if you know, wherever, you can get to the information. Um we created schedules, we created routines. Mm-hmm. Um, and within the, the routines were, I don't wanna say they were rigid because they weren't because life happens, but we might not know what would happen when we were talking. Would we talk about our power exchange? Would it get kinky? Would it get sexy? Would it just be a, hey, I just wanna like mm-hmm. tell you what's on my mind kind of thing. But we had an, an idea of when we would talk and how how we would talk. So. I knew during when we were both at work, we would be texting the whole time or emailing Correct. if we wanted to say something longer than a text. Right. Um, at night, we knew it was text and then it was a phone call. And mm-hmm. our day started with a phone call and our day ended, ended with a phone with call. One, yeah. We had the uh, f- fortune of only being an hour apart, but I know plenty of kinky couples who are oceans apart. Right, right. And their, their time zones, eight, nine, 10 hours apart. And it is not easy and not everybody wants to do that for long term and that's okay, that's valid. Um, But it requires, if you're not an organized person, um, you're gonna have to find the techniques that make you an organized person or a scheduled person or a routine oriented person because the miscommunication that happens when you think the other person was supposed to call or message and then they don't because there's not an actual communicated plan in place for that that'll break mm-hmm. up the relationship as just as quickly as just the lack of ability to be together well. Yeah. So um, what you do within that time then is up for you. So we did a lot of masturbation, guided masturbation. Mm-hmm. Um, as the submissive, yes, if he said, keep touching yourself, I did not pull away and pretend I was. I really did. I was in it. I was invested in it. I was my subby yeah. self even though you couldn't actually be there and you couldn't actually see see me. Part of that was because I wanted to be doing that, even if it was difficult Mm -hmm. or slightly painful or, you know, torturous in a kinky way, but also because my own sense of integrity was important. Like I wasn't gonna lie to you. Um, So, but yeah, lots of that. Um, We never did Skype sex, but I know a lot of people who Mm -hmm. do Skype sex, they Mm -hmm. do Skype dates and it doesn't have to be Skype. It can be whatever. I I also used to have you send me a photo every day of what you were wearing to work. Lots of pictures, lots of pictures. Um, Lots of organization from that level because for a while we had a thing where you picked my panties every day. Well, the only way to do that is you had to have a, uh, an online a catalog of sorts exactly. of every single pair of panties I mm-hmm. had. So I would wake up in the morning and there'd be a text message with a picture I had yeah. taken and filed away for you and shared with you mm-hmm. that you had sent me. These are the ones I want you to wear And every today. time one pair was retired, remove the picture and then add an, mm-hmm. add whatever new one to the, uh, mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. folder. Exactly. So it ain't easy, but it is possible. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. That's okay. True. But yeah, get on a schedule of sorts to the best of your ability get used to doing everything through through words. There'll be no touch until you're together, which kind of sucks, I get it. Um, and you're gonna communicate more than you've ever communicated for it to work. 
mm-hmm. than you've ever communicated before. Because it's not just what do we negotiate about this power exchange? What are we going to do? What are we not going to do? When are we going to talk to one another? It is then in the middle of your day, you're like, oh shit, I'm supposed to have this lunchtime phone call with this person. And I just got called into a meeting and you're sending off a rapid fire text, hoping they see it. Or because this is the nature of life, something happens and you miss that time. And the moment you can get to a device that lets you communicate with your partner, you're letting them know, I am so sorry, had a meeting, had a sick kid, had a this, had a that. And then, and, and, and constantly doing that in a way that you don't, you probably should in an in-person relationship, but not everybody does. Mm. So uh, we have carried that level of communication where we can be a little less intense about it because we are together. We can read each other's body language. But that 18 months for us developed a lot of habits that we still have. We're yeah. we're very much all up in each other's business and mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. How does this affect what you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. And that's where that started. So that is that question. Okay. Um, this is not an actual question, but I did want to address it. I didn't want them, the person to feel like we weren't ignoring it. It says, are you guys able to make an updated video on polyamory? I'm really struggling with it right now. So until we feel like I think we have something new or a new angle on open relationships, probably not. Yeah. What I wanted to do for this person who is struggling, because it is not easy, and I totally get that, is offer up some resources where they could go get other information. So the first ones that came mm. to mind was the podcast uh, Multiamory. Correct. The website poly.land. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Liz, I can't think of their last name. Let me see if I can find them. Powell. Powell, Dr. Liz Powell. Yes. They have a book. They have courses. Let me see if I can find them real quick. Um, and they talk about that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Who can you think of? Um, you pretty much nailed it. Um, Dr. Liz, there they are. Okay. Who else is there? The um, website is Dr. Liz Powell, um, Dr. D-R-L-I-Z Powell, P-O-W-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. But if you search Dr. Liz Powell, on, that's how I found their website. You'll find it, yeah. You'll find it. Um, um, it's a little bit more geared towards swingers, but they do touch on Polly, mm-hmm. uh, Life on the Swing Set. Yes, yes. Yes, definitely. They, they do offer some good in, info on, on poly relationships. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, I think the thing I would say to the person who is struggling is that you're not alone if you're struggling. Um, poly relationships, even when you're like, this is right, mm-hmm. this is who I am, they're no more or less easy or than navigating a monogamous relationship. And in a lot of ways, they're a lot more complex, obviously, because you've got a lot of other people and you've got your own emotions and feelings and dad tapes and stuff. You will learn very quickly. You're going to have to learn how to deal with those things um, because there's insecurities and there's jealousy and there's envy and there's missing people and there's expectations and all of that comes okay. into play. And so to struggle is not a weakness and you're not alone in that. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And here's one more. Okay. Um, they talk about poly and kink. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast called Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Oh, my. <laughs> and and they can be found, I know for sure, on Spotify. Okay. And I'm sure some of the others. But that's Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so, Taking, consuming resources that talk specifically about it. Um, Dr. Liz's book is one I want to read because it's sort of like the mm. no BS guide to kind of dealing with navigating these things. I, I want to read their book. Um, but yeah, the resources are out there and just sort of try to find the resources that speak to you um, and then get real with yourself about what it is you're struggling mm-hmm. with. Uh, is it a partner that doesn't align with you and it's not really a good match no matter how much you like them is it stuff going on with you is it something else is it just the the difficulty of managing multiple personalities and people and all the stuff that comes with that um so yeah we probably will not make any more new content uh, until we can figure out see mm-hmm. a way that we can talk about it in a, a way we haven't already um doesn't mean we won't just means there's nothing on the in my my six month content calendar right now. <laughs> so, let me go to the next okay. question. 
I screenshot them all because I was like, I don't trust my internet to work. So now I've got to go find them. Okay. Uh, what is a kink that you're really curious about doing? Hmm. And I think we can you can list things that you're not actively working towards. Just things you're like, mm, I'm kind of curious about that. Um, I would have to say probably electroplay more. Hmm. More than we have. More, more than more we depth. have. Okay. Um, another thing which I'm actually hopefully going to be attending a workshop on the day after this is recorded, um, something I've always been curious about but know nothing about okay. is cigar service. Mm, okay. okay. So as, as someone who enjoys an occasional cigar, mm -hmm. you know, I've always been a bit curious about it and... Uh, yeah, that, that's, those are the two main things, I think. And what about you? <laughs> Come now, surely. I, I just want to do more of what I already like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting my well refilled with the stuff I love. So there's no space to go, gee, what else would I like to do? It's like, can I just get the shit I like? <laughs> I would say I am, if this is not a kink, well, bondage is a kink, but the type of bondage, I am interested in playing with more types of bondage toys. Mm. Um, it helps that we've been reviewing some lately. Those are coming soon. Um, so that's been more fun. Um, I'm more, I think, more interested in going back to things we used to do like mm -hmm. okay so spoiler alert for an upcoming review we were playing with a bondage kit and there were nipple clamps in it which were actually really good nipple clamps i yes. was impressed and you not only did you put them on me and i haven't had nipple clamps on in a very long time you then led me around the room by them one we were testing two mm -hmm. he was in his his dominance i, I got right into the zone yeah um and in that moment, well, I was blindfolded too. I had, so I couldn't see where you're we going and I just had to follow your lead and I had to follow my boobs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I had to surrender to that. Yeah. If I had resisted one, boobs would have hurt. Two, play would have been over, right? And allowing you to take my sight, lead me in that way, follow you, trust you, and give myself over to the lack of sight, the lack of control, the pain, we have not played in that way in a very long time. True. And True. in the playing of that, it was, I was rusty. It was mm. a little bit like wearing a coat that don't quite fit right, right? Yeah. I was like, mm. but I also went, oh, that's right. This is nice. This is what it feels, yeah. Right. This is what it's like. And so I, yeah, I don't have anything new on my horizon right now because I'm just trying to get my fill of what I actually like and miss. And, we're way we're way behind on that. There's a there's a drought mm -hmm. over here. There's a kink drought. So that would be the answer to my question. Okay, all right. No, to, not my question. My answer to the, that, that question. question. What are words? I don't know. <laughs> okay, another question. Uh, tips for starting out in a hot wife dynamic for the wife. So I'm not going to pretend I know anything about hot wife mm. dynamics. So probably and, and I continue to believe no matter what dynamic we're talking about, they're all inherently personal. So mm -hmm. the tips I give are not going to be specific to hot wife stuff, but here's, I did have thoughts. Okay. Uh, one, if you are going to be the hot wife in that hot wife dynamic, uh, um, one, do research on what that means to you. What do you like? What do you not like? Mm -hmm. What are other people doing? And then look at what they're doing and going, okay, I don't like that, but I do like that. And start piecing together what your kind of ideal might be. Like after we start this and we're in it real comfortable, this is what I think I would like that to look like. First, two, start slow. Talk to your partner. Yes. Like, you can't be a hot wife with, I mean, you can't be a hot wife without uh, a partner, but you can't be in a hot wife dynamic if there's nobody on the other side of that dynamic. So what does that mean to your partner? What would they like to see? What are they interested in? If they're willing to kind of let you lead that part of the transformation of becoming your best hot wife self, fine. But if they're going to have opinions possibly too. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to consider those and go, okay, which of those work for me and which of those don't. And then like we tell everybody, you got to start slow. Yeah. 
you got to pick a thing. Pick a thing that really, really intrigues you. Pick the fun thing. Pick the sexy thing. Pick a thing and start there. Don't try and dive all the way into a hop, into any new dynamic right. in one shot. And I, I think what I would say is I'm going to reiterate on the communication. We're that, so boring. We that, just tell you to talk yeah, to each other. Um, that, that is so important. But also, don't be surprised or afraid if at some point somebody experiences some feels and you need to step back. Mm-hmm. All right. That's true that, of anything you do. That, new that does not mean you are a failure. Right. Doesn't mean it doesn't work for you. Um, you may just need to step back, take another look at, because that particular, something in that aspect may have created some feels, whether it, it's, it's jealousy or, you know, being uncomfortable or feeling too vulnerable to a vulnerable. Yeah. But you, you need to be able to step back, talk about it, communication thing again, and, and, and see how you want to proceed. Mm -hmm. You know, do you want to continue trying to work that aspect in? Do you say, okay, well that part did not work, but let's move forward and leave that out. Um, you know, so so don't be afraid to do that if, mm -hmm. if that happens. Like I say, doesn't mean you're a failure. It just means you hit a minor speed bump and kind of need to regroup. Sometimes you need to take a, two steps back to take a step forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and just remember, whatever idealized version you have in your head, uh, it's not going to survive meeting reality, but you can get close mm -hmm. to it, you know. You find where you need to compromise. You find where something is just you don't want to compromise. You, f you figure out what you just don't like at all. You thought right. that was going to be part of it. Um, that applies to any dynamic you want to try. It does not matter what it is. Yeah. There is a certain good to be found in seeing what other people are doing. Um, both realistically, if you can, um, FetLife might be a good place for this. Other BDSM communities online will be a good place for this. Um, but also uh, there's, as long as you go into it knowing that you're looking at fantasy, there's nothing wrong with looking at porn or reading erotica or listening right. to sexy stories to see, well, what appeals to me? What do I like? Okay, what, do I think I could conceivably actually do? And and it's not easy because porn is sensationalized. It's fantasy. You know, they will skip the conversation part in much mm -hmm. of porn and go straight to the action. Or because, you know, a porn studio set and has access to like costumes and makeup artists and, you know, stuff, props that you're not gonna have access to, they can show the best version of something, but there's nothing wrong with using it for ideas. In our relationship early days, you used to have me send over to you whatever I found sexy on the BDSM side of Tumblr. Mm -hmm. uh, rest in peace. Um, yeah. And that was one, it was a, it was fun and sexy to share what we thought was sexy, but it was a sure. way to communicate what was appealing to me. Correct. Like, and then it would either start conversations or it would give you ideas for scenes or whatever. <laughs> so as long as you go into it with an understanding that you're looking at something that is made to be fantasy and is not truly able to be fully replicated in the real world, use those things as inspiration for what appeals to you, what doesn't, as, as you're collecting information. Mm -hmm. So, uh... That was it for the questions we got okay. for this week's episode. I'm okay with that. Hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try practicing and not worrying that somehow the episode is supposed to be an hour and a half mm -hmm. long. Uh, <laughs> um, now there was a question that came in through the. Uh, no, that was a comment to. Um, uh, no, was, oh. there there was an actual question. Oh, okay. Um, that I I think. <laughs> <laughs> you were pointing at something different. Okay, okay. I had said I probably would not answer. We would not answer uh, live questions left in live chat during the stream. But that one, I like to every so often remind folk about why I'm not mm -hmm. going to hang that handle. Mm -hmm. So um, before I answer that, um, <laughs> just know that if you're like, well, I want to ask questions, July 24th. Yep. Uh, International BDSM Day. Yep. We're doing a live stream. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk. We're going to BS like we do. We'll talk way too much about food, beverages, Marvel movies, 
childhood TV shows, stuff like mm. that. But also, if somebody has a question, we'll take questions during that as well. So you can ask your questions there. But this one, I do like to answer from time to time. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And it's why do I hate my, our Instagram handle so damn much. So if you don't know, our Instagram handle is at lovingds and the number one. Loving DS1. And I fucking hate it. I hate it with the passion and burn of a thousand goddamn sons. I fucking hate it. And here's why. First of all, it ain't, it's not the brand. The brand is loving BDSM. And that is minor. Like uh, sometimes you're late to grabbing a handle and you miss it and that's your own fault and whatever. I don't really get mad about that. No, here's why I hate it. I had for Instagram at loving BDSM. I had it for everybody who always wants to tell me, you know, you can change your handle. Mm -mm -mm. I can't have what I want. I'm a greedy baby girl and a bitch and I can't have what I want. And I had it for like five fucking minutes. At Living BDSM, we had it. We were posting stuff. We never posted anything uh, overly sexual. We never posted anything that could even be hinted at possibly being inappropriate or nude and lewd and all that stuff. Never, never. I think we were still posting just selfies at the fucking time. <sighs> we had it. And I made the mistake that a lot of online uh, content creators who are in the sex and kink world sometimes make. I used what I call a vanilla hashtag, a hashtag that was not related specifically to our topic. Somebody saw us, somebody was like, oh no, BDSM is evil. They, we got reported. We got reported a couple of times, pictures kept coming down. Instagram says, no, you can't have an account anymore. You've been reported too many times. Mm -hmm. You had too many warnings. I think it was two, but whatever. <laughs> So I was like, okay, maybe I can like find my way around this. I can't have loving BDSM, which makes me sad. So I tried different different iterations. I put numbers at the end, I, I, I did. And the only thing I could get, I couldn't even get loving DS. So I was like, DS, uh, dominance and submission, power exchange, okay. I could only get loving DS one. And and the, prof the online professional in me hates that shit because it means when I have to explain my fucking handle, I have to say one and then I have to tell you the number because it could be O-N-E, the word, or it could be the number. So I can't just be loving BDSM, who we should fucking be. Can't even be just loving DS, which I could, I could, I could be okay with it. I could be okay with it. No. No, I gotta be loving DS and the number fucking one. I fucking hate that handle. <sighs> Now, um, <laughs> my question to you yes. on this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, don't even give me the advice. I could just change my name. I know, and I still can't have what I want. Okay, I'm fine. <laughs> Do you not believe mm. that your dislike mm. of so-called handle yes. is misplaced? That it should be the platform that the dislike is. Yes, but here's the thing. I do, I, if, of all the platforms, the way I rank them, my top number one hate is Facebook. My second number one hate is Twitter. Not because Twitter is inherently evil, but because of what it does to my mental health. Instagram, I, it's owned by Facebook. It's, it's already got these arbitrary, stupid censorship laden fucking rules, but it is the lesser of the evils is how I look at it. <laughs> and yes, I could be mad at Instagram, but the cognitive dissonance it takes to be mad at Instagram and still love being on Instagram is too great for my mind. <laughs> so I just be mad at the handle. I just be mad at the handle. And then not gonna lie, once I realized that that handle I fucking hate became a thing that people who actually listen to the intro and don't just speed the fuck through it, which I understand if you do, it's okay. Uh I was like, well, I have to hate it forever, but it's not hard for me to hate it because every time I have to think about why our handle is what it is and what it was and what I had for not that long, but long enough, I get so pissed off. And the only place to put my anger at is the handle I have to say every time. <sighs> Junie, absolutely, it's a rant. <laughs> 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 I think that rant had had to be up there with epic rant rants. Okay, that yeah, that that was one of those epic rants. 
<laughs> well, I think this is letting me get some of my aggressive energy out because I have some things I would I will not rant publicly about because I'm trying to be a professional. But I had some shit go down today that I'd love to rant about, and you're the only one I can rant about to. So this has got it. Thanks. <sighs> it did sort of clear through some of that energy, though. I'm feeling a little bit better now. Thanks. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I fucking hate that handle. <clears throat> so that's all the questions that we're okay. going to take. Um, thank you to those of you who mm-hmm. asked. Thanks Hopefully for the questions. Some level of help for YouTube watchers. I'm going to try and go in and actually separate this out by question for the topic in the timestamps. Um, and I'm also, I don't always do a good job of this, but I'm really going to try this time, both in the show notes and the description box. I'm going to try to link to places, to some of the things we mentioned as resources or places we've discussed these topics before. So. Deep breath. My throat hurts from that. My throat hurts from that rant. My throat hurts. I'm a little, I'm a little tense. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm a lot tense. Breathe. That's probably not a relaxing breath if your jaw's clenched, is it? <laughs> yes, I <don't> <laughs> So, we're going to go into a bonus section. Um, yeah, because we got stuff. We got stuff. We got stuff. Thank you all for your questions. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we'll see you as Saturday, July 24th, starting at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. If you have questions, then feel free. Feel free. Feel free. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. So, are we good? I don't know. Keep it kinky, y'all. And we'll we'll see you on Saturday, hopefully. If not, we'll see you next week. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets, please? Unlike the past 45 minutes when I've already talked to the crickets. (laughs) Different type of talking to the crickets. Go ahead and talk to the crickets. Thank you. I'm going to turn the fan on. Please turn the fan on. It's so hot. Uh, <laughs> Tasha in the live stream chat did mention that we do have a Discord. And I should probably use the Discord server. And I'm, I might. I might. I might. I might. I did use my Smut Lancer community Slack group for one of the rants because it was a very professional rant. Uh, I was not professional. It was professional related. It was somebody uh, somebody being a douche canoe is all I'm going to say. Anyway. um. <laughs> So, bonus section stuff. Yeah. Uh, the 15-year-old is now the 16-year-old. That occurred yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, he wanted Popeye's chicken for his birthday dinner, and I was okay with it. Uh, not unhappy, but I love fried chicken. I love fried chicken. I like Popeye's fried chicken. I was happy. Uh, but because it was his birthday, and he's got his driver's test on Friday, um, he was driving everywhere yesterday. We had several errands to run uh, on it for his not just for his birthday, but just throughout the day. And so I let him drive to Popeye's, which is mm-hmm. across town and is down a road he needs to get comfortable with because he's gonna need it. And it's a very busy road. And go through the drive-through experience again, because he's gonna get, need to get used to that too. And then we drove back. Well, it started raining on us. So then it turned into a, less, a driving lesson in the rain, which he needs. He needs those lessons, I get it. I am especially, not equipped to stay calm. Especially during, here in this part of Florida. During lessons like that. <laughs> So I was like, and I was like, you're not slamming on brakes, are you? He's like, I said, because you, there's a lot of water. And then I was like, but also you need to go slower, but also watch this asshole. But also he was like, I, I worry that I'm going to make him nervous, which will just make him a worse driver. We got through it. We got through it. I needed a drink after that. Well, we got through it. <laughs> so yeah, by the time we're streaming on Saturday, we may or may not be the parents of a driver, teenage goddamn driver. <laughs> but yeah, he's now the 16 year old. Uh, we visited with family over the weekend. Yeah. And the, I call them the sisters cause my mom and my aunt, they are sisters. And then there's me and we call each other by the other's names. We get each other confused. I was mm-hmm. referred to my mother's sister multiple times. My aunt was referred to as my sister and my mother multiple times. Um, we only wanted to kill one another two or three times out of the whole weekend. So we're going to call that a that, success. That, that's a win. Yeah. There were only... Yeah, three mm-hmm. conversations where nobody was listening to the other, but everybody thought the other was wrong. <laughs> uh, and they, and as the youngest of them, and uh, you know, they changed my diapers, so I know how they see me. I get it. <laughs> they assume I'm saying something I'm not, and I have. I'm kind of proud of myself. I uh, 
safe enough to go, that's not what I meant. What I said was. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, but we got through it and there was good food mm -hmm. and we did have a good time together. There were a couple of those tense moments and conversations. We stridently avoided politics. Yes. Uh, no, 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 no. We're a family divided on that line. Stayed out of that. Um, I feel okay saying it here because of how the, the now 16 year old handled it. We were at the, the dining room table at my aunt and uncle's house and we're talking about potential partners and him meeting people. And there, I'm proud of them. They were trying not to assume girl would be, you know, she, they weren't trying, they were kind of going, she or, you know, but he was talking about, I can't find any nice guys around here. And I'm, I'm just like, it's, it's okay. You know, college is when, when you're more likely to find guys that you might be interested in. And that's when my aunt finally went, wait, what? <laughs> and he goes across the table, big table. He goes, I'm bisexual. <laughs> I was like, and she, and, and to her credit, mm -hmm. she went, okay. And we, we rolled right the hell off. <laughs> and I was like, okay, mm -hmm. you are more out and proud than I thought you were. I'm okay with that. That's cool. 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 And now the whole family knows <laughs> and they handled it well. They did. That I... would have been a time I'd have had to go mama bear. Like, I don't want to go mama bear with my aunt and uncle. Like I don't, but just handle it. Just, you don't have to. Fine. So yeah, that was funny. That was funny. And then we rolled right back into him talking about a, a girl he, you know, finds interesting. So, <laughs> um, so that was the momentous mm -hmm. thing there. Well, my aunt almost hurt herself in her own house. She fell and she fell down hard, uh, and scared us all. Yeah. And then that was a, ended up being a teaching moment later for the kids because I was like, did you notice how every family member reacted differently? Like my, my mom and my aunt laughed hysterically. My mom laughed until she nearly peed herself and was crying. I got, I, I was sick to my stomach. I don't know what my visual, like what I looked like, but mm -hmm. I know I, my eyes were wide, my heart was pounding and I was sick to my stomach. Uh, my uncle was very much no nonsense. Uh, he was like, do I need to call 911? What can I do? And then he's, he said, don't fake it. If you hurt, you better tell me. And I was like, oh, he knows who he's dealing with after 35 years of marriage. Um, and then you went into problem solving mode. It was like the perfect thing to be like, okay, what, ha what happened with this piece of equipment that she fell and how do we fix it? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that kind of, I don't say it killed the mood, but things did get quiet after that. Yeah. I think we were all watching her like, do you have a concussion? Do you need to go to the ER? Who needs to dial 911? I mean, she, when she fell, she's on her motorized scooter and it popped a wheelie somehow. We still can't figure it out. Mm -mm. And gravity took her all the way back and they have hard, they have tile floors and she fell all the way back. Yeah. And it landed, her legs were tangled in it. it oh my God. Even yeah, now thinking a, about it, I'm like. It was a hot mess. And uh, I think everybody skipped a heartbeat there for a moment, but. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, my, my mom and my aunt were laughing their, their butts off about it. I, and they said later, they were like, it was laugh or cry. And I was like, you're better than me. Cause I was ready to cry. So. So. Let's see. But in the end, she was fine. Yeah, and we've been checking on her. And yeah. She's sore, obviously. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like, oh, great. You you have um, vision issues. You have mobility issues. You have balance issues. And now you've just like fallen back and like back of head to butt. To well, I teased back. her. I told her I have a spare motorcycle helmet she could borrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She would only want it if he painted it purple. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um. Let's see. What else happened? That was the weekend. The weekend was uh, momentous and, and yeah, and enough. And then the birthday. That was uh, enough. Um. And now we're at Wednesday. So um. Mm. Mm hmm. I mean Wednesday we're recording. Sorry, podcast listeners. For you, it's Friday, and we've had all kinds of adventures. In the right. <laughs> Two days since then, but yeah, now now we're just muddling through the week. Yeah, the um, Lola's good. She's sitting mm -hmm. next to me, laying next to me, trying to nap, but she's not snoring, so I appreciate that about her. Right, right. The cats are the cats. 
Yep. The eleven-year-old's home, and that's nice. Mm -hmm. He is exactly mm -hmm. my height. Yep. And he's not quite twelve. <laughs> Great. Uh, he loves it. He's like, uh, "I'm your height, mom. I'm your height, mom." Like, right. yeah, yeah, I, you don't have to point it out. It's fine. I'll See eye to eye with him now. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but it is nice to have him home. I I didn't realize how much I missed him until was, it was a couple days before mm -hmm. he was supposed to come home. I was like, oh, my God, when's he coming home? Um, he's done, I think he's done a little bit of maturing over the summer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, partly because he was with his grandparents who were fairly no-nonsense. Like, my mom will spoil him because she's a grandma and she has that luxury to be able to do that. <laughs> but they're also people who are constantly working on their land and their property and with their dogs and with, you know, this and that. And there's just a lot of work that goes mm -hmm. on at their house and you yeah. participate. Like he, <laughs> was, he, he was helping put up a pole barn. Yeah. Digging holes and mm -hmm. taking care of dog, hunting dogs and all kinds of stuff. Yep. So, yeah. yeah he had a, a busy summer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's good for him because he yeah. is definitely like his mother. Uh, will happily stay in his little air-conditioned corner of the world mm -hmm. and not venture out. But he, he also had some fun in there. Went to the beach what one day. It? Yeah. he Before he left to go stay with his grandmother, we were talking about, and we haven't made plans, maybe we should, about taking a day and going to the mm -hmm. beach, right? You know, cost gas some some snack food money maybe and then it's relatively affordable so we were like well maybe we'll go to the beach and <laughs> we weren't even talking about going while he was in town we talked about maybe while he was gone because i kind of knew he wasn't a beach person he was like not into it he was ticked he was like i don't want to go to the beach i'm like well we don't we can do it while you're gone i don't want to go to the beach well he goes to the beach with um cousins of his and his aunt, aunt and uncle their step aunt and uncle but aunt and uncle mm -hmm. for his purpose and um now he loves the beach he's like yeah we can go to the beach he got to go to the aquarium i was jealous i would right? like to go to the aquarium mm -hmm. um all kinds of stuff so yeah he had adventures this uh this summer and i'm glad he had those adventures absolutely now he gets to come home and be a homebody yeah <laughs> i don't think he's uh He's mad about it. Um, well, we he and I have plans on Friday. I have oh, make yeah. a dump run. And he's going to help me with that. And he has plans tomorrow. Yes. He's hanging out with one of his friends, which is good. He needs mm -hmm. to. Um, yeah, we've got to start school, back to school shopping. Both kids have to get their eyes checked because uh, this will be the first. I'm ashamed to admit this as a mom. This will be the first summer since these kids have been wearing glasses and they've been wearing them since they were fairly young. Uh, seven or eight for the 16 year old and six or seven for the 11 year old. They've been wearing yeah. them since they were young. This is the first summer since then that I've managed to get their eye appointment and their glasses ordered before school starts. <laughs> Lately, what's been happening is they go to school and they're like, I can't see the board, mom. I can't see. I sit as close. And I'm like, oh, shit, we need to do an appointment. Yeah. And then it's still three weeks later before I get the appointment made. So I'm on the ball this time. If their their vision has changed, which I'm sure it has, mm -hmm. get it taken care of. Um, and order some glasses from Zenny. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so, and then school clothes shopping because mm -hmm. they keep growing and they, everybody needs new backpacks this year because everybody's disintegrated last year. <sighs> <laughs> there are a lot of t bad times to be broke, but back to school season is a yes. really tough time to be that's broke. That's a real bummer, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, so that's coming up. Do we have anything kink related coming up? I can't. Think, I can't think of anything other than International so BDSM either, yeah. Day. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just us. We're just mm -hmm. doing our thing. Um, maybe we'll do more of a show and tell during the live stream from uh, some stuff you've been yeah. working on. Uh, and For the kinkery. Thekinkery.com. Uh, <laughs> which we did have a temporary outage. It's been fixed. The site works. In case I forgot to mention that at the top of this. Mm. Uh so yeah, I think that's I think that's about it. That's enough. We're gonna be back in a couple days. We're to, gonna be back here in a couple days to do a live stream. Yeah. We won't uh, because it'll be like a six-hour stream. There will not be podcast audio. On it. No. <laughs> but podcast listeners, if you're ever like, yeah, but who are those people? Or I can't make a Wednesday stream. Uh, come join us on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's it. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what we did? We forgot to do. Well, I'm not going to do it now. It doesn't matter. At the top, we're always like, oh, like our video, subscribe to the channel. <laughs> and ring the notification bell. <laughs> just, just be forgetting shit. 
professionals. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. When we're done here, I get to take the boys for a haircut. Oh, those children need a haircut. Yeah. Those children need a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we'll go do that then. Mm -hmm. I really could like just sit and chat for hours, which I guess you I can. say that, but we're going to test it on Saturday. Mm -hmm, we'll um, see. Yeah. Uh, another thank you to Sahimi for sponsoring uh, an episode this week. Mm -hmm. uh, we really appreciate it. Sahimi.com. Use code LivingBDSM. Save 10% off. And then also, if you want to like understand sexual desire and sexual stuff, consider the uh, Tickle Life, Tickle Dot Life uh, webinar on Saturday, mm -hmm. July 24th. Uh, links in all the places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Are we going to go? Yeah. We got to be done. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Bye. Bye.